Yo, yo, it's official Heat Hold the Filmatic 365 from the Tissue and the Tape podcast. And a few weeks ago, we had a chance to break bread with hip-hop journalists and hip-hop enthusiasts, the lovely Hypnotic One. So please sit back, relax, and as always, respect Heat Holders. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. Respect Heat Holders. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Philmatic, Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time, it's the tissue and the tape Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors at a rate like cosplay Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date MCs are rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi Four seat at the table getting meals, Solange ate No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces Jessic lyrics to elevate and physically separates us You can debate us but get your weight up We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious Worldwide but you're racist Back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed When he uplift trash like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines, it's not hate To suggest they don't need to rhyme, we just take it back I'd rather choose to be wrong when heat holders in the back of the twines is defense of the bond Jack's Beastly, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT, his home team in the motherfucking house. No question. As always, it is Davis backwards and who state your name, gangster? Nomadic three sixty five, aka uh, OG Henny Low. What's going on? <laughs> I was listening to the chronic today, man. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? Um, as always, uh, we're, we are recording courtesy of ourselves, but we have a few affiliates, friends, family members uh, that we like to shout out before we get into our show. Filmatic, like who? Oh, you already know, man. Of course, we got to talk about the War Room Sports Podcast Network and their flagship show, uh, The War Room, with our brothers, the Generals. I mean, shout out to Dev B. Austin and the homeboy, uh, Jimmy the Blueprint. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, Stimulate Your Soul. We are a part of that movement. Uh, Farside.tv. You can check us there as well. So shout out to Maggie. Shout out to Brown, everybody that's with the whole, again, uh, Stimulate Your Soul and uh, Farside.TV movement. And also, yeah, shout out to John Appetit, man, because they they have, like, uh, every every time I listen to them, man, I'm ready to have an 11-course meal. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Burtons doing their thing uh, as well. No doubt. Uh, as uh, ItalianTwine.com, uh, your fine time pieces, uh, mm-hmm. watches. Uh, spring is here, so you know all it's different types spring. of things coming around. Easter, you know, uh, birthdays, Mother's uh, Day, Mother's Day, uh-huh. you know, Arbor Day, rolling around. Because, I mean. 
<laughs> just because <laughs> that's always that's always fresh. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, definitely, Phil. One more thing that we definitely need to let people know that we're affiliated with, and that is the Hip Hop Noir. Uh, Cedric Palmer has a new show that is uh, available on YouTube. So please check him out there uh, on on Instagram as well as on Twitter. It is at Hip Hoppreneur. Yep. Cedric Muhammad, former, uh, I mean, just uh, Renaissance man, pretty much, but manager um, of the Wu. <laughs> yeah, man, man, yeah, manager of the, the Wu Tang uh, in their heyday, uh, as well as a global economist that has some really bright ideas on how to. He'll be kicking it with us very soon, man. Shout out to uh, Cedric. Definitely, um, and kind of. Just, just segue into what we're about to talk about today is uh you know people that are that are chronicling hip-hop that are also living hip-hop and most importantly they are uh disseminating hip-hop uh to people uh throughout the planet and we're actually about to talk to one of the best in the business man absolutely man um what we talk about here man is culture conservation man that's uh we like to consider ourselves uh culture conservationists uh preserving the art and the culture of hip-hop not only the music but the prose the uh the words um we like to harken back my central words harken <laughs> we like to we like to harken back to the days of when the um when the source uh publications like that actually meant something when you would you know you would fiend to get to a newsstand or your record store or drugstore wherever to get that latest right up for the latest album um obviously nowadays that's when digital everything's online but you still fiend for that that word from somebody whose opinion you respect and tonight by we have a young lady with us that has written uh the word <laughs> so to speak on the kind of music that we appreciate quality hip-hop now, music, now listen, music listen when you say that we're talking about no trap we're talking about no mumble rap we're talking strictly boom back we're talking about bars <laughs> 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 so ladies and gentlemen uh we have with us uh one of one of the the writer of writers as i as i uh often um find the saying we have with us uh the hypnotic one uh how are you doing tonight i'm doing good how are you guys <laughs> uh, you're doing awesome man um doing very well uh for those that don't know uh, when we say the hip hop hypnotic one we're, we're talking about someone that uh, has one of our favorite pages uh out there right now uh weekly rap gods um as well as uh weekly rap um like phil was saying the writer of writers uh, your pen game is official. Yeah. I mean, let's, talk, let's, let's talk about that. I mean, thank you. <laughs> um, we're we're elated to actually be able to have a conversation with you right now. How you feeling today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm good. not doing any write ups tonight, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a little bit of a break. So. <laughs> is that a part of your nor your normal nightly routine? Probably. Pretty probably much. I write for two sites. So I write for Weekly Rap Gods and I write for Insomniac Magazine. Gotcha. So I started with Weekly Rap Gods in May of last year, 2018. And then now um, I started writing for Insomniac around the beginning of January. Okay. So nice. between both sites, I've written a lot. <laughs> and, well, and, and that's what I say. I don't want to confuse people. I just mean just in terms of just what you've been able to do, just in terms of just some of your posts and just some of the things that we've been able to read. I mean, it, it, it feels like, you know, you're the quarterback of that thing to us. So, yeah. You know, um, 
you know. And you definitely have kept us uh, aware and put us on to a lot of artists um, that end up making some of our playlists and some of our faves. Um, so definitely a big shout out for that. Um, so, um, Vod, uh, yeah, you, you know how we do, man. We we we're uh, Marvel. Uh, it's only Marvel, <laughs> Marvel comics. Uh, you know, from the end game, baby. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> April twenty sixth. Um, yeah. About to uh get my get my pocket protector <laughs> no in my um but no seriously though um we like to talk about the origin story how people fell in love with hip-hop how you got bit by that radioactive spider so to speak so well um we extend that question out to you um what was that moment for you in terms of hip-hop where you knew like ah this is this is this is it for me well, I actually get excited to tell this story now because it's it's different than a lot of people's stories. But um, oh, I'm tuned. I'm tuned in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, everybody keeps asking me how who put me onto hip hop. I'm, I kid you not. It, I I got into it on my own as a little kid. So before all my siblings were around, I kind of had the TV to myself as a kid since I was like five or so. We can relate. And mm-hmm. I used to watch. I used to just watch all like Nickelodeon and stuff, but one day i was sitting on the edge of the couch and i discovered bet <laughs> so i remember being a little kid i was literally like maybe six years old or something like that and the earliest memory i have of the first video i remember seeing as a little kid was scenario from a tribe called quest nice i was a little kid watching it and i was just like fascinated and then ever since then i just was always on like MTV or BET, wherever the music videos were. And then another one was Jizza's Cold World and then some Kill Army video. I was the little kid listening <laughs> to stuff I had no business listening to. And literally the couch that I sat on had a dent in it because I always sat on the same spot and I would just stare and look at all the videos. And awesome. I was just fascinated with anything East Coast, like ever since I was little. And when I was in middle school and I think early, uh, late elementary, I was, my favorite show was New York Undercover. <laughs> so I used to ask if I could stay up late on those nights so that I could watch that. So literally I was a little kid that just discovered it on my own. Nobody yeah. really put me on. I mean, my cousins, um, on my mom's side, we're Filipino, so a lot of Filipinos break dance, and my cousins were into that kind of stuff and NWA and all that. But in the household, I literally discovered it on my own. <laughs> That's awesome! Oh, that that, that warms my heart, man. It's just... yeah. tell, tell the people where you're from. Like, where 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 did you grow up? Oh, that throws people off. I'm from San Fran, Kelly. So that throws people <laughs> off. They're just like, yeah. Started hearing me on podcasts. They were like, I had people message me and be like, yeah. You know, hold up. I expected you. Hold to up. They were like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, damn the night. Yeah. <laughs> what up? Yeah. Oh, so, so here's 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 a nice little I guess thing about Phil. Um, Phil, uh, what's your birthday, man? You got a birthday coming up. When is it? April 9th uh four nine uh that is that is my uh my birthday is uh four nine i am a i am 100 percent born a 49er oh word <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that is that is uh for anybody that that knows me they already know i, I am gold-blooded um i, I can oh. i can show you all that good 49er uh yeah. up there in the sky <laughs> 
So I and yo, that that's so crazy because I did not I knew you were from Cali, did not know you were from the, the Bay though. So that's what's up, man. So oh, I, I knew people that are good. thrown off. Like when I went on the first podcast and people listened to it, I had people messaging me and they're like, You did not sound how I thought you were gonna sound. I was like, mm. What did you mean? And they were like, We thought you were gonna have a Latin accent or that you were gonna sound like you were from from New York. And right. when they find out I'm from San Francisco, people are just like yo like how did a girl like you from like a inner city neighborhood in san fran get into east coast hip-hop and i was like i don't know and ever since i was a little kid i just anything that was new york east coast i just loved it (laughs) i would just stare at the tv screen at all those music videos and just be like wow (laughs) no lie (laughs) As, as fascinated you know as you are with new york um I, I know I can definitely attest to my brother. Like, obviously, he showed you like his love for like the Niners, but mm-hmm. we both are as fascinated about San Francisco, California. Like, yeah. as oh, like it's the whole entire Bay, really. But it's the whole Bay, but like yeah, de- definitely the whole Bay, like Oakland, like like definitely like. But just something about San Fran, and like when you actually meet someone from there, is is rare. Pompey's Grotto, man. It's my favorite <laughs> in San Fran. Going you know, to the pier. Exactly, but exactly, like it's just it's just one of those places where you can't really describe it to people. Yeah, to it's, it's, it's that's how I feel city. about New York. I think a lot of times yeah. where we're from, we get excited about the other side because I know a lot of people on the East Coast are like, I want to come to Cali where the sun's at, and I'm like, yo, if you live anywhere in like by the coast it's cold right. like san francisco daily city that's like fog town right there not everywhere in cali is warm and then a lot of people from cali well i don't i never mind i take that back i don't a lot of people from cali that i know they're they're very close-minded where it's like no i'm from the bay this is what i'm a rep so i get people joking with me all the time they're like why don't you go take your ass to new york <laughs> take your ass to the east coast literally because everyone's like you're from you're from the bay they were like why are you so into new york and i was like i don't know that's how i am yeah so yeah my ears are just different i guess i don't know yeah yeah i don't know what it is but <laughs> um so have, you been, have you been like when's the first time you have, you went to new york um in july of 2018 really wow yeah that's that that was what threw people off too they were like as much as you love new york you yeah. waited all i went to uh philly for like one day in 2017 and but that, my real that's home. yeah and then but i really went to new york in uh in july last year wow, and linked okay. up with a bunch of people i was there with a bunch of folks uh i was there for like video shoots i got the ultimate hip-hop experience when i was out there i was meeting rappers that i do write-ups on so they Good. were able to be I like oh you're hip-. like they knew who i was they were like oh you're hypnotic like you're the one that's at the write-up now it's just we're putting a face to the name nice so it was it was pretty cool out there and i just I, there's something like what you said about San Fran that's how I feel about New York it's there's something about the air and like the structure of the buildings mm-hmm. the accents are different like the vibe is just totally different so Man, Andre 3000 okay. said something that I 100% believe that the music for the different areas sounds like how the places look um, like like New York, like you. I can you, see that when you hear when you hear like like Illmatic or you hear like like especially like '90s hip hop from New York, it sounds like New York. When you hear like Outkast, Southern Playalistic, it sounds like how Atlanta I feels. Agree. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with music from the Bay. You hear you hear Too Short, yeah. 
it feels yeah. like the bay i mean you hear um mac dre or you know uh true down any of the 40 you hear you hear you hear that area and you, you get that feeling so it, it definitely the the music definitely um the environment definitely plays a part in how the music sounds mm-hmm. but there occasionally there's always somebody that'll throw you off because oh, yeah of course everywhere you go there will be a person where they don't sound like where they're from and then people will just be thrown off and be like oh shit like this dude he's a cali dude but he sounds east coast and vice versa but it's it's kind of rare but it, it happens once in a while we'll, where somebody will uh, sound different than where they're from for me that was always uh it was two groups for me it was always souls of mischief and uh-huh. and the alcoholics yes um even though like as i as i started to learn how accents and, and different things and how people in certain words i could always tell where people were from on my pond initially hearing them i was like and then and then finding out they were from california it's like oh wow that, that was that's how big. i felt about the licks too i agree the licks and and the far side when i was a little older i was like oh they're from like they're from out here you know yeah yeah <laughs> wow so okay so so do you have any plans to return to new york since you had such a wonderful experience you know the first yeah um i'm actually going back next month but i'm only going for a couple of days um, having a regular day job sucks because I can only take so much time off. And yeah. the more that this music stuff has been popping off for me, it's I'm really realizing how much I can do if I was on the other side. Because um, it's just it's been growing for me a lot. So I've been really considering trying to see if I could possibly move out there within the next couple of years. Because I think there's there would be more opportunities for me Absolutely. in terms of what I love. But um, it's, you know, coming from Cali all the way to the East Coast would be a major move. I would really have to do my research and have my ducks in a row before, you know, really making that jump. Uh, but I've been I've been looking into it little by little, um, reaching out with people that I've built with out there, just looking into like the logistics and the cost of living and all that stuff. So, I mean, who knows? I might be out there eventually one day, but um, I'm planning to go back in April for a little bit, uh, just for a couple of days because I just couldn't get that much time off but yeah oh yeah we we know all about the uh the day job uh ruining it kills uh, me it kills me ruining the, more the, uh, the art I get into this there's so many people wanting me to travel like people are like come out to this show like you should come out here like hella people want to build and link with me and I'm like I have this regular day job where I can only take so much time off and the deeper I get into this stuff because it's really growing for me I'm like miserable like you know I'm just like I need to be out there doing what I love but I'm also trying to be smart about it like you know I still got to pay bills and you know stuff like that so we we are peas in the pod. This this is a conversation we literally had on Saturday. I mean, it's a conversation we've had several times, but specifically um about the exact same thing on Saturday. While I was at work. Yeah. Word. yeah and, I, and I had just got off work. He had just gotten off work. Yeah. So it's uh on a Saturday. For, you know, you know. Yeah. So this these are these are conversations uh that we are very much uh, akin to um and we feel your pain because we we feel like uh what we do would be a lot bigger if we could do it you know 24 7. But, right uh, right you let's, know. let's let's In get to know your, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah let's get to know your musical taste a little bit so we know obviously you like boom bap you know you you 
you've had this love for New York and, uh, you know, just for a certain type of rap for a while. But, like, who's your favorite MC of all time? You know, when people ask me that, I, I can't really answer that because I listen to so much. And then there's all the, the subgenres. So I can't pick just one. But growing up, I loved, like, Nas. You know, I loved Prodigy, um, AZ, Rock mm -hmm. Ghostface, stuff like that. And then now with the current wave, I listen to people like Ito, Danielson, um, Pounds, Riggs, you know, like a bunch of people out right now. Um, who else am I forgetting that I listen to like a lot well, right now? I know one person that, that you mentioned that uh, is, was definitely one of our favorites uh, when we were talking about uh, some of the best for the year. And we talked about um, Benny the Butcher. Oh yes, Benny the Butcher. There you go. And He's my favorite Griselda member. Yeah, ours, <laughs> our, ours too. But uh, Tana Talk Three, man, uh, that that that's one of the best projects I've heard in in a very long time. Yes, Rubber Bands and Weight is my joint. Like I have to play that on repeat. Like when I'm not, when I'm in the car with my brother, he be looking at me because. I'm like, I'm sorry, I gotta run that back, and then he just be driving, and he'll start laughing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it's Broken Bottles or or 97 Hole. Oh, yeah, probably, probably my two favorite tracks on there. But Rubber Bands Away, uh, definitely, definitely uh, is uh, Flames. So, but yeah, man, uh, Benny the Butcher, man, I, I, that that dude is incredible as an artist. Um, so, and it was, that's more, one of the things where I was like, yeah, I need. I need to get her on the podcast. We need to be speaking to her when I saw that. Cause I was like, cause I was literally in the, in the process of posting about our best of 2018. And then I saw yours and it's like, it almost felt like a mind read. I was like, this is, this is dope. She said everything that I was just about to uh, type. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. A, I did a quick write up for the music video, but one of my colleagues uh, had already done the review for his album, so I wasn't able to do that. But I just I did the write up for uh, for Rubber Bands and Weight. I think it was. Um, yep. But yeah, that that was in my top my top list of 2018 albums, and I got a lot of heat from certain people about my list. Like people were like, "You oh. don't have Rock Marcy on there. You don't have so and so on there." I'm like, "Man, I listened to a lot of stuff, and I was trying to fit it on the screen, so I, I put like 15." my top 15 because for the sake of fitting it on one page oh, yeah. and then i made like a second one but people were like on me about that stuff and calling me it, it doesn't matter what you do you put 136 things yeah, up there 137 would have been like yo yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you forget about me trust uh, me trust us yeah. uh yeah. We, we got the same uh text and emails and you know yeah. You it's know, hard little... to narrow things down because I literally listen to a lot. So, like right. when people tell me to pick a goat or a top five, I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I can't even do it because then I'm also thinking about, okay, I can have a top five from like nine, like the '94, you know, period of time, and then I can have a top five of somebody like right now. So it's it's kind of hard because from different eras and, and all that stuff, there's people that I like, you know. So narrowing it down is is really hard for me. <laughs> Well, well let, me, let, let me ask you because something that ha that happens to us a lot um and i imagine you probably get this what do you say to people when 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 you get the question um or the comment that there's no good hip-hop out there to listen to oh i i try not to be petty but like sometimes when i put a post i'll literally tell people like 
use my page as a resource for what good stuff is out. If you don't check any of this stuff, I don't want to hear you complain that there's nothing good on, on there if you're not willing to listen to what I have. Because that kind of pisses me off about people, but I learned not, not to like get all stressed out off of internet stuff. But I do hear certain people complain and I'm like, but I post a lot of stuff and I feel like people keep sleeping on it because I see who looks at my stuff. And I'm like, whenever I post a household name, everybody shows love. And then mm -hmm. when I try to promote certain people, I notice like no, but not, there's a lot of people not checking <laughs> it. So I'm like, then don't complain and say that there's not anything good out there because I literally post everything, not for attention for myself, but because I want to get good music out there. When I like something, I'm hoping like, if I share this, hopefully somebody else out there is gonna like it just as much as me and I could put them onto something new. I like getting it out there when I like something. So I, I would literally like people to use my page as a resource to be like, oh, I wanna hear what's out. People ask me, who do you listen to? What do you like? I'm like, look at whatever I post on my page. Everything on there is what I like. Cause I won't post anything unless I like it. So I just, yeah. I, when I- I wish I had an air this, horn right now. <laughs> right I'm, I'm serious i be telling people i'm like don't i just i don't say it all the time but i know a couple on a couple of posts i was like if you're sleeping on this i feel bad for you or don't say that there's nothing out there if you're not checking what i'm posting on there right so yeah, that there's a reason i put it up it, i share it because i want people to be able to check it out that if they didn't know about it i'm like use my page and look at what's on there you might find something you'll like yeah so <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely sounds like what we say a lot. I mean, um, the one the one thing that that uh, we love what Fonte once said when he said um, he's like, you know, I I can't complain about what's on the radio because I don't know what's on it. You know, and people always just like, yo, the songs that are you know that are playing, you know, they're so whack and everybody's so whack. It's like. You're choosing to sub subject yourself to that. At this point, almost everybody has a smartphone with streaming capabilities, or you have your own catalog that you could listen to. If you're choosing to listen to this stuff, and that's what's dominating your listening experience, I mean, it's totally on you. It's not like 20 years ago where you were just at the mercy of, you know, MTV or B. Yeah. You had to you had to take what they what they gave you. Now yeah. it's really it's all on you at yeah. this point. If you, you if you find whack shit, it's your ears. Time. You're wrong. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um so yeah, the approach that you're taking just in terms of trying to get people to to recognize and you know relate really to to some of the newer, like you said, pounds, rigs, like, you know, definitely um we respect that because that's what we try to do too. So yeah i mean and um i've literally literally had people like a few people telling me like i wouldn't have known who this guy was if you hadn't posted him like i i have put a lot of people on and um i have friends in the industry that you know like rappers that have been around longer and they'll even tell me they're like you know i don't listen to a lot of the newer artists but i know you i know that you got good taste and they're like i'm not even gonna lie like i heard some of these newer cats and i'm sitting there like oh this dude is kind of nice and <laughs> that's coming from like my homies that's been in the scene for a long time that they don't normally listen to new stuff so that shows that my reputation is pretty good that somebody who's been around longer and they're not into the new stuff they're like i'm willing to check them out because it's coming from you and i know that you actually have your knowledge you know your stuff so mm -hmm. it's cool you know that's what's up now um now you you I've, I've read a lot of your work um and 
I I know that you put a huge amount of effort into the things that you write and listening to the music and actually giving it um what what I would consider like a full listen like would you like listen to every song and you know look look and listen for different things How, in, in today's landscape where things are so quick hitting and you know everybody has such a short attention span how, how do you feel about when you put in so much work and the eyes may not go like the way that you think that they should um what do you mean like what when all right you you put you know you write up you do this great write-up on a on an album review and uh-huh. people don't read like like people if it's not pictures then mm-hmm. they're like uh, do you do you do you get it where you don't feel like people are reading as much of your work as they should and does that is that a frustrating feeling um it is but i don't take it personal i just kind of like the way i see it is i know who who like literally f's with me and who doesn't like i i know who reads my write-ups and i know who doesn't and i i know off the bat that for sure the the artists themselves their managers their producers for sure read them because it's about them so they're gonna want to read it but in terms of my my followers I only know certain people do it. And then when it comes to like my close friends and family, like a lot of people in my personal life don't really get my style. They're they're happy for me. They're like, we're glad that you're passionate about something, but let's be real. I know that they don't really read all that. I'm 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 be honest. Like I know, but I know that you're your own biggest like promote promoter. So I put I know I tell people that too. I was like, I'm not gonna get mad, but even the people that are closest to me, I'm like, I know you don't read my stuff. Like I gotta sometimes like when I first started, I was excited. I was like texting everybody the links to all my write-ups. I was like, hey, look at it. I was like, you guys like my write-up, and people would be like, Oh, cool. Like they're like, I'm proud of you, and then certain ones would give me feedback and be like i didn't realize how good of a writer you were and then the other people would just be like yeah i'll check it out and then i just started knowing i'm like i know you listen to it i know you don't and then with my mom i don't even know why i bothered with her i was like mom like people are inviting me to be on podcasts and she's like you know she's a she's filipino she's like oh yeah and she's like so what is that what is that and i'm like you know it's it's almost like being on the radio i was like people want to talk to me i'm all excited and she's just standing she's listening to me like oh okay and and then i'd be all like damn i'm all excited and then they don't even care like and then i'm just like forget it that's why i'm like the outcast in my family like the thing is like people see what i'm passionate about but i know like not everybody like really pays attention to it all like that. So I just don't take it personal. I just realize that I'm different. And when I do my write-ups, I post, you know, like the the little screenshot that shows like what what the title is, what date I wrote it, and then I'll play a music video from that album and then I'll put it up in my stories. Like I'm my biggest promoter and then it helps that the artists usually repost and they'll shout me out too. So people will look at it that way as well. But yeah, I, I realize that not everybody's gonna be checking for it. So. Yeah, man. But shout out to all our friends. Yeah. yeah, shout out to all our friends that don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. learned not to take it personal, but it's, I'm not gonna skimp on the quality of what I put in my work. It's I'm still gonna write the best that I can, and then whoever reads it, I appreciate them for checking it out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to, to your point, like I could say right now. 
to my wife, hey, when you hear this point of the podcast right here, you know, come to me. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna hand you a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Phil doesn't have to edit that out, and I don't have to go get a hundred dollar bill because she's probably not gonna like. Ten times out of ten, like she's not gonna listen to it, but at the same time, like she's still like like loves the fact that we're passionate about something like mm-hmm. yeah. and like she supports me and you know same thing with, with with phil's wife like you know just loves the fact that like there's something that that we actually like love so much you know that we have such a respect for and i mean to be honest like it really is like almost like a its own like fraternity slash sorority like when you meet someone that's really into what you're into kindred spirit um, man yeah it's just it's just you know it it's unexplainable, you know, but um, we we uh, we we want to let our listeners get to know you a little bit more. Uh, of course, again, we are speaking to Hypnotic, uh, as Phil said, writer of writers. Uh, you can check her her writings out uh, online uh, at you know weekly hip uh, weeklyrapguys.com. Um, Insomniac magazine. Uh, what was the other one? Insomniac. Insomniac magazine. I mean, but um we want to we want our listeners to get to know you just a little bit better and, and same thing here so we do a little uh maybe q a uh you know, a little something we'll throw some cur- curveballs at you to see you know see what you <laughs> uh phil you, you ready oh you know i'm always ready uh this this is what uh we like to call uh tit for tat it's uh rapid fire you either gonna uh you either gonna choose uh one answer or the other um okay and uh Vod, I'm I'm gonna kick this thing off. Um, okay. And um, b- before I do that though, I just want to say, hey, hip. Do you know who B.J. Armstrong is? No. That's that's great because that was Michael Jordan's uh, teammate. That was also Michael Jordan's son's favorite player. So even even Michael Jordan, one of the greatest players of all time, it didn't get love from the people closest to him like he probably should have. So. His that his son's favorite player was uh, B.J. Armstrong, who was about uh, a hundredth of the player that that Jordan was. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, tip for tat vibe. We 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 got we got an East Coast supporter here. So right off the bat, if I say the low in theory, you're going to say what? I might throw a curveball on this one, man. Oh, you always curving. <laughs> but yeah, so if you say the low end theory, I'm gonna go with my favorite album of all time. I, I won't throw too much of a curveball. Uh, Midnight Marauders and Hip. We're gonna ask you, which one would you choose out of that two? If you if you just had to make a, 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 a just a, a just draw a line in the sand and be like, I'm over here with this one. Which one are you choosing? Dang. Um. I might go with Midnight Marauders. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, now, of course, we mentioned Marvel, of course, hip hop. But our our other love besides our families is sneakers. Like, to, to know. Me too. <laughs> so we, we, we know that you're the fly shorty for life. Okay. So, so Phil, if I say I'm rocking with because Air Max, Air Max Day just passed. Okay. If I say that I'm rocking with Air Max 97s. Oh. You, you, already, you already know where I'm going. You already, what you rocking with? 9-5, motherfucker. <laughs> get live, get live. Air Max 95. Okay, so Hip, are you are you on are you on the side with me, Air Max 97s, or are you on the side with Phil, Air Max 95? 
Anyone paying close attention to me knows I'm Air Max 95 all day. Oh, I, got it, I, got like eight, I got it in like diff eight different colorways or something. Gracious. Get live, get live. All right, it's 1-1 one, one right now, Phil. <laughs> all right, so here you go. If I say works of Mark from the uh, the producer of producers, DJ Premier, vibe, yeah. you're going to say... I'm gonna say Pete's Instrumentals because that is totally indicative of Mount Vernon's own Pete Rock. Hip, oh, which side you want? You on the side with me, with, with Pete? Are I you gotta on? go with Premier. Oh. I That's a hard one. That is a hard one. I like them both a lot, but yeah, of I gotta course. go with Premier. <laughs> okay. All right, I got. I gotta get you back on my side. Hold okay. on. Let me, let me <laughs> All right, so if if we're talking, oh man, that's a tough one. I kind of, ah, oh, Phil, you you threw a curveball right there, man. Um, okay, all right, I got it. So if I say that I'm rocking Timberlands and hip, I need you to rock Tim's with me. Phil, what do you have that can compete with that? Oh, okay. All right. You might be over here, B. Okay. Uh, I, I'm. I'm going. I'm, we're going. We're going to leave sneakers out of this because we already know that's a cheap. Oh, we did sneaks. We already yeah. did sneaks. So I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm. A, I'm. It, it is Wednesday when we're recording this, so I'm gonna go with the woo, and I'm gonna say uh, wallabies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and what do you say, Hip? I'm gonna go with Timberlands because I got a lot of Tims too. Mm. Those are my favorites after Air Max 95s. I got like six Tims all season. There we go. Bad kicking reasons. All right, <laughs> all right. Back, back on the side. It's two, two. We got a couple more for you. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm gonna ask. I'm, we're, we're gonna pick Burrows. So if oh. I say, you know, uh, Queens get the money, long time no cash. Yeah. Vibe. You're gonna say. Brooklyn keep on taking it, man. Uh, the the county of kings, man. Brooklyn stand up seven one eight. You got you got You got to pick you. Who's your Who's your favorite, man? MCs from Queens or MCs from Brooklyn? I gotta go with Queens. <laughs> oh. God, look, give up the goods is my joint. Like I wanted to start yeah. that as soon as he said that. Queens get the money, money. long time no cash. Like, like all my favorites from back of the day are in Queens, and even rappers I listen to now, a lot yeah. of my favorites are in Queens. So I got to go with Queens. Um, shout yeah, to who you mentioned earlier. Uh, we shared the same birthday, November second. So he was always one of my favorite guys. But I, I would feel remiss if I, like, you talk about Queens. Here's one of my favorite lines where he mentioned Queens. He was like, um, "I'm from Q U E, another E N S. So by your small tough talk, I'm not, I'm not impressed. impressed. I see you in the bridge. I'll make you undress. Give up the money, the polo, especially the guests. <laughs> like I, like that was always just the hardest line to me ever. So. Uh, salute to to have and and, and Pete. Rest in peace. The whole, yeah, whole infamous mob. Um, you you weren't wrong with that. I, I'm glad you picked that because I probably would have picked that too. Um, all right. A little bit of Cali love. If if I say I'm riding with Tupac Shakur, Phil Maddox, who you riding with over there? <laughs> Come on, man. It's the S and Double O P D O Double G D O Double G. All right, so so Snoop or Pop? Uh, 
I'd go with Pac. Okay. You didn't seem confident though, but I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm Well, because a... they both have stuff that I like, but if mm. I had to pick between them, I probably like paid a lot more attention to a longer catalog of, of Pacs. Okay. Over time. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so uh, we got a couple more. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we we gonna we gonna keep it in Cali, but we gonna we gonna switch it up a little bit. So if I say the San Francisco 49ers by Mm-hmm. I'm gonna You're say gonna the, say I'm gonna say the Golden State Warriors. And what are you gonna say, Hip? Warriors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I knew she was gonna say the Warriors, and I started, I, but I couldn't. Um, nation, I, baby. I couldn't not pick the 49ers. This, I, that's just my homerism a little bit. You know what I mean? All right, I'm I'm up three. I'm up I'm up four to three, Phil. As yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. All right, we got we got we got we got two more. Okay, uh, th- this is a, this is one of our biggest arguments: French toast or pancakes. Oh, that that's easy. French toast all day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let him talk because I just knew you were going to say pancakes. Look, look, Phil. Phil I didn't even let you talk because I just knew she was going to just say pancakes. All right. What what rivalry? All right, so it's tied four four, man. This, 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 this All right. I'm, here, I'm about to end this thing right here. All right, let's go. All right. So if I say uh, eat the that shit that make your soul burn slow. Yeah, I'm gonna say take over. The breaks over. This is easy. I'm gonna go with Nas. He's my favorite. Oh. Ether is the one. <laughs> oh my gracious. <laughs> Gang, gang. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me do the tally. So, uh, we were you guys like, surprised by my answers, or you guys didn't know how? No, nah, that was a calculated. That was a calculated. Uh, yeah, he, he knew. He knew. He knew about that. <laughs> I, I, I was a little thrown back by the by the uh, the the Golden State. Golden State saying, I, I thought we had a connection with the San Fran and the. I, I, to be honest, sports is not my expertise, so I kind of stay out of those conversations because I don't want to sound like I don't like I. I don't want to pretend I know what I'm talking about, but I've always understood basketball more. So that's why I was like, I went with the Warriors. But everyone that knows me, when I hear sports conversations, I'm like, oh, I stay out of that. But if people want to talk hip hop, I'll be like yapping all day. <laughs> but the sports, I'm like, I'll leave that up to you guys. Stories. <laughs> All right, Phil. So it looks like you, you actually did get the W on that one, man. So so hip is over there on your side. So uh, the French toast in the ether. I just couldn't compete with that. French toast, man. It's 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 everything. It's it is, man. Don't don't get me started, man. We we've had this conversation, man. It's it, it's it's not even close, man. This this is a uh, this is a three zero. Uh, That's a real argument you guys have with each other. Yeah. If, I, if I told you, he's got, he's got all these stipulations. He's like, when you when you when you put the egg on it just right, and then you turn the pan, no, no, and then you have the cinnamon, <laughs> and you do that, then it's got to be hundred and ninety six point five degrees, and then you got to sit there with the spoon. Yeah, like, do it, man. And, and with pancakes, it's literally just listen. I made the batter. I went ahead and whipped them up. I uh, put it up to the heat, and that was it. A third grade dropout can make pancakes. But, <laughs> but, but a a true connoisseur of of the breakfast uh, menu 
knows the uh the joys of making the perfect uh piece of french toast so i'm not even gonna uh listen to that slander uh but there, there is certain there's there's rules if you want to do it correctly i mean so that but that's neither here nor there uh the fact of the matter is uh it's five four uh uh young filmatic yeah it's all good uh, we are rocking with uh one of our new favorite people, uh, the hypnotic one. This is Tissue in the Tape. This is episode 216. Um, I want to, I want to get, uh, I, I want to speak about something. Um, I, did, I didn't know when I was going to do it, but I, but it seems like uh, no, no better time than the present. Um, by the time you guys are hearing this, uh, we would have already. Uh, known about the the passing of uh, hip hop and battle rap legend uh, Tech Nine uh, Tech Nine from Philadelphia, not to be confused with uh, Strange Music uh, Tech Nine from Kansas City. Um, um, everybody knows I'm not the biggest fan of battle rap, but I had all the respect in the world for those guys, and especially you know being from Philly. Uh, Tech was uh, somebody that I always uh, kept my eye on and kept my ear out for. So hearing about his passing was um, was definitely sad. It was a loss for the whole entire hip hop community. So just wanted to get uh, you guys' thoughts on on this because um, I mean this is just kind of sad, man. It's, it's not kind of sad. It's very sad, actually. Yeah, uh, I'll just say uh, just in terms of just uh, like you said, maybe maybe you weren't the biggest fan but you had a lot of respect i know with me i spent a lot of time you know uh, not necessarily chronicling the the culture but definitely watching it um being entertained by it have a tremendous amount of respect for it and the thing that i can say is that um in terms of just respect whether it was him actually performing or him covering it commentating and you know kind of you know finding a different uh niche in it uh yeah. in his career um you know he was one of the more respected guys and he had a style that just was was different um you know like when you think of like people that um were just different like big l pun old dirty bastard yeah he he almost was like a a, a mixture of all of those different things from the comedic part to the um to the way he set up his lines um to the to the way that he actually delivered his lines you could take ownership, yeah. Take all three of those guys that I mentioned and kind of just think about that in terms of how he was as a performer. So, um, you know, again, you know, very sad. Uh, one, of the, one of, I guess, the byproducts of this in our in our community when we have, you know, our our legends, our you know, the people that we respect, pass, you know, go pass, you know, they're gone too soon, but. You know the the outpouring of people that really um showed that they, they you know they had love for him from kendrick lamar to you know you name it you know just people that you didn't even know kansas city <laughs> yeah 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 but you know people that you didn't even know really had respect for these people obviously you know they they send their respects and whatnot it's just like we always say the reason hip why we do what we do is because for these people to get the flowers while they're here and yeah. um you know just talk about that a little bit like like you said like um you know, we 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 chronicle this. We we kind of put our blood, sweat, and tears, our words to this for these particular moments, so that people can know how much they're loved, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I just said all that to say, you know, just a tremendous loss. 
but definitely uh prayers and thoughts for his family and you know anybody that's really you know lost anyone uh in this community we we know that their uh their music and their legacy lives on absolutely and big respects to uh to tech in all of his fans his family his friends and uh he, he will definitely be missed um uh hard to transition from that but um i de i definitely that de that was just something that was on my on my mind and I, and I wanted to make sure that we got that in i couldn't um end this episode without uh definitely uh paying our respects um but but hip man um i got you here and uh it was a, it was a long time coming we we made it happen <laughs> and you know uh I, I wanted to I wanted to talk to you about your your process in terms of when you do your write ups because I, I mentioned you know you put a lot of you put a lot of effort into your into your work and you know it's very detailed and and I definitely as somebody who's a fan of details I appreciate that um, I I can tell if I'm going to like an album by by reading what you wrote you know um, just I I feel like we we're we look for a lot of the same things in terms of the music um when we listen to it so can kind of give give us um an idea of what your process is like when you're when you're doing your write-ups um so i basically i i just need like a quiet place to listen to the music um because i'm i'm basically like a nerd when it comes to the music i i really dissect what i listen to um i pay attention to delivery like the wordplay the bars the beats uh the production you know like i'll hear beats within beats that other people didn't catch and i'll tell them you'll probably hear this in the background if you put some headphones on like i really pay attention to everything and um i like to run things back i like to quote a lot of my favorite parts of, of the song um and then i look for like the themes and the concepts i i just pay attention to the overall picture because i like to give detail about what i write if, if i'm gonna promote something or tell people to check it out i want them to to understand why you know they're gonna be like okay you like this album but why do you like it so i try to be specific about what i like and then when i pick my favorite tracks i usually start off by like introducing the person where they're from uh what the name of the project is i try to include everybody that was a part of it like who mixed it who produced it uh who's featured on there and then um you know i uh i just i just have to listen to everything multiple times so that i could really get a feel for it and then i just take notes i i write down something about every song and then when i if it's a short write-up i will just kind of say what my favorite tracks are but if i'm going into more detail then i'll pick you know a few of my favorite tracks from a project and i'll talk about what i liked about each particular song i pick whether it was the way that he the person delivered or if it was the production that i liked or if it was both so um i just really got to pay attention to a lot of it so i usually need a quiet time and a quiet place to listen because when i try to listen to albums when i'm on my way to work or something it's kind of hard because i'm distracted so i usually do a lot of it at nighttime when i wind down and then i just give it a few listens before i start writing something and then it takes me a few days sometimes like i'll just take notes along the way as i'm listening to things but i always go back and listen to it for another few more days so that when i start actually writing the the full write-up you know i have everything already there what i wanted to say about each segment or part of the the write-up 
nice. That's that's a lot of um, time and effort that you're putting into it that I know a lot of people aren't <laughs> just based yeah. off of everybody. Like the album could come out at midnight and you have think pieces on it at like yeah. 4 a.m. You know, 5 a.m. Like before the sun even comes back up, and it's like. If you just heard this how I just heard it in the last couple hours, like how do you have no way, no way in the world, like or or, or you'll or you'll get the people who didn't get it an advance of it, and in 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 less time than the album actually is, like it'll be like an hour and twenty minutes of an album, and you know thirty five minutes in they got a full review, like there's no way you could have listened to the whole thing one, and then you you really you didn't hear it if you even if you did hear every song. Yeah, I mean, most people are in a rush to get their take out. Uh, is that something that you that you've recognized that you see? Yeah, um, I'm actually glad that you guys brought that up because I do see sometimes people will post and be like, "How is some of you bloggers out there really get your write ups that fast and whatever?" And you know, like, uh, but my writing speaks for itself. That's why people know me when they read it. They're like, all the producers or the rappers, they'll tell me they're like, "I really like your write ups because." I didn't even have to explain everything to you. You kind of like listen to it on your own and you get it like without me having to explain a whole lot. I'll right. hit them up sometimes if I have a question or if I want to confirm certain information. But for the most part, it's just off of me listening. And for the people that wonder about that, it's because people actually send me a lot of the stuff early. So I like to keep my write-ups fresh and have the write-ups done within a week uh, from when something's released to keep it fresh. So that's why I usually ask people, can you please send it to me early? And since I know a lot more people now, they kind of know the routine and they'll send it to me ahead of time. And that's how I'm able to put that much detail. I, I don't I don't listen to an album for one or two days and then that's it. I, I need more time. And it reflects in my writing. Yeah, so that's true. And you if I was if I was half assing it, I wouldn't be able to write that much detail and break it down mm -hmm. the way I do if I just heard it for like one day, <laughs> you know? You, you develop that trust that they're able to actually, because, you know, most people there, you know, we, we get people that send us stuff, but again, we develop that trust with them too. Um, you have that track record where it's just like, I know I can trust her, I can send this to her, it's not going to, you know, get, yeah. you know. Leaked out My or reputation's good, they know that I don't do that. I mean, people have sent me stuff and they're like, I'm trusting you that it's not going to get leaked, right? And I was like, no, like, no, I never do that. So they know me at this point. They're like, okay, whenever I have something, I, I could send it to her and I know it's not going to get out there to anybody else. So, yeah, that's love. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, just a couple more things just as we head towards the end of the show. One of, one of the, the things that we noticed too, just kind of just looking at your post, you do give a little bit of your personal life in there, just in terms of just like, um, you know, embracing like, beauty and you know like some of the things that you say just in terms of like you know like no makeup no filter um oh. <laughs> um in in this day and age of of you know people kind of automatically either saying they like something or don't like something with their approval or their verification all day every day how do you feel about that just in terms of uh you know just like social media um do you feel like it's the gift and the curse yes <laughs> I feel like if you don't use it for the right reasons, it could become problematic. Um, sometimes people are petty on there. Um, yeah. I don't really get too personal on there. I don't put a lot of my personal business out there, but there are certain things that people know about me because I'm big on the 
like sometimes I like to be natural and have people see me what I look like without makeup so they know I'm not this yeah. fake internet person. So I, I no do problem. sometimes put no filter in, you know, because I, I that's what I do. But, um, you know, there's certain things that you could share on social media and certain things that I feel don't need to be put on there. So other things I won't I won't dive into if it's super personal. But yeah, little things like that. Um, I'll, I'll write. Um, I, I'm big on diversity, cultural diversity, race and ethnic relations. Uh, but I stopped posting that stuff like years ago just because it would be, it would just create a lot of drama with people. So that's why about 90% of my, my social media is dedicated to hip hop. And then the other 10% is like, you know, my sneakers here and there once in a while I'll post my family or, um, yeah, like the little selfies here and there, but a majority that I dedicate it to hip hop because I love it that much. And that's a big reason why I have social media. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't really be on it as much. So. <laughs> yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, what do you, I want to get your thoughts also on this, uh, like really in, I guess in the past 18 months, but really here lately, just the whole cancel culture where, you know, people are digging up things from, and it's not just rappers or entertainers. It's, or, anybody, yeah. <laughs> anybody can get it. There was there was a pitcher that was pitching in the All Star game last year, and he made a tremendous play, and everybody was excited. And then, like two minutes later, like people, it's like they were waiting to like expose his racist tweets, <laughs> you know, while he was actually still performing and doing his job. Um, and it was one of those things to where it was like. You know, he, he made some comments back when he was like 14, 15 years old or whatever. And here he was at 26 or, you know, I, it was it was a long time. Yeah. Um. But you, you see, you know, everything from, uh you know, from R. Kelly to Michael Jackson. Now it seems like Cardi B has gotten herself into a little bit of trouble here the past couple of days. What do you think about cancel culture? And do you think there there should be like some type of like statue of limitations on, um, you know, Maybe not in the case of like R. Kelly, but when people make comments and they post things, like you said, like political stuff too, you think there should be a statute of limitations on that and like comments that someone made when they were 21, they shouldn't be paying for when they're 26, 27 and more mature? Um, I mean, it's sometimes it's helpful to know certain things like that, but I think when people are commenting on it, it just becomes really messy at times. Like there's certain things where I'm like, okay, yeah, I understand like somebody said something or they did something that was messed up. And if you want to address it, whatever, but it's just like on the internet, people are just really petty and they run their mouth like crazy when they probably wouldn't do all that in the streets or something, you know, it's like, 100%. if you can have a creative dialogue, I've always said that I'm fine with debating as long as it's done in, in um like good taste but when people are just jumping the bandwagon and just like cussing and talking a bunch of crap and like just doing it for attention it's really annoying so i don't pay a lot of attention to a lot of the celebrity posts like literally when i say my stuff is all hip-hop that's literally what it is i don't follow 
like you know people like the kardashians or a lot of popular culture i'm not into that so when i see stuff like that i usually just keep scrolling and i hear about it from other people that jump on the bandwagon and start throwing their two cents in and i'll be like i didn't even want to hear about all this but i'm hearing about it because everybody wants to talk about it and and like have a field goal for the day whenever there's some news like that but if it's not hip-hop related i usually to be honest i don't care i'm just like okay i, I mean sometimes i'll have an opinion about something i heard like what you said and then i might talk about it amongst one of my friends or something and i'll be like did you see what the, what that was posted earlier today but i'm not one of those people that sits at you know and types about it and and puts a bunch of comments about it on there because then it just creates a bunch of people online just like fighting with each other and and being petty like just because they know that they can because they're hiding behind a screen mm -hmm. so i i try to stay out of stuff like that yeah me too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no like like when we do uh tissue and tape I, I almost never post anything that's not related to hip-hop i mean i feel like so much stuff is hip-hop whether it gets credit for it or not um which, which brings me to one of the things I, I definitely wanted to ask you your thoughts on how do you feel about like uh i i guess cultural appropriation like uh like um athletes and entertainers battle rapping on tbs <laughs> like i i don't know if you're even aware that it's a show uh uh what's it with, with uh method man is the whole drop the mic. drop the mic yeah we're, yeah like I, I i can i can tell i wish i wish you guys could see her face for those, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the, the level of, in her comment said it all She's yeah, like, yeah. but but the, the the face accompanied with the tone uh yeah like on one hand i'm like this is ridiculous like there's no way this person should be but it but then on the other hand i'm like it just goes to show you like how powerful the culture is that these people that have no business touching a microphone are up here battle rapping uh in, in like a competition i'd much rather see an actual battle rapper on tbs but it's something that that just speaks to the power of the culture and it it, it it a part of it makes me cringe but a part of it it's almost like a sense like yeah hip everything is hip-hop is you know as we're often fond of saying yeah um <clears throat> <it's> annoying <laughs> to be honest um i i do like that a lot of people love hip-hop but when it's real gimmicky like that it's annoying um i don't condone ignorance i see a lot of stuff on the internet and i'm just like why like when i see some of the like these, these young kids and you know like they're just acting ignorant and pretending to be rappers or they're holding fake guns and stuff i'm just like yeah. you know a lot of people get a kick out of stuff like that and they laugh about it and then it's entertainment for them but i think that I've always been a little more mature for my age than other people. So when I see stuff like that and everybody's laughing about it, I'm just usually more like, I don't know what's so funny. I'm like, that's not even cute. Like, and then these people are making money off of that. Like they're acting ignorant and then they're, they're getting rich off of it. Uh, it's like, if I don't like something like, like that, me outside. I yeah, I don't condone that at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's cool that, you know, hip hop is, it's as global as it is, but when it's kind of gimmicky, I'm just I'm kind of like, you know, like I know that show was all staged, the one that you brought up. Yeah. I think most people know that. Um, 
but I just yeah I don't I don't condone ignorance or like just gimmicky stuff because like hip-hop comes from like a real place like real struggle and when you see some people where it feels like they're making fun of it I don't I don't really like that when I just see people with like the fake guns and throwing money around I'm like that's what you associate hip-hop with like yeah. you're ignorant like that's not everything that hip-hop is about and it kind of pisses me off like when people think they're being funny and then they're like, oh yeah, I want to rap. And it's like, oh, you want to rap? So that means you got to like throw a gun on, on like on the screen or like, you know, um, walking around with the rags around your head or like showing a girl and throwing money. It's That stuff is not cool to me. Like that's not, I don't consider that hip hop. You know what I mean? No doubt. That stuff to me is just like, I feel like that stuff is just gimmicky. I don't, I don't entertain it, but. Um. Can we just talk about the ladies? It's only right that you know we, we do that while you're on the line with us. Um, one of one of the segments that we do in our show, we we obviously give a lot of credit to um, ladies, not only in hip hop but just just in, in um, just in general, but um, more specifically, of course, just uh, people of color. Um, you know, uh, whatever it is, all all all, eth all ethnicities, but um, just talking about some of the the ladies. Uh, who are your summer who who are some of your favorite uh MCs uh that are ladies? There's not a lot right now. Um I do like Just period. Streets, which yeah. is a Rome Streets girl. Okay. She's nice. Um I've seen her perform once and she was real nice on the mic on stage. Um but back in the day it, it you know it was like MC like Queen Latifah. Yeah. Stuff like that. But um I, I don't I haven't really gotten into a lot of current female MCs, so <laughs> most of the stuff I listen to are male, but I would say like right now currently like I do like China Streets though. She's nice. Um I've done a write up on her her EP before. So. See and, and that's the whole thing. Like you just put us on to something like that's why I ask questions like this because oh. you just never know what someone's gonna say. Like it's I yeah. So yeah. I, I not only will I look for your write up, I'll definitely check her out too. Yeah I mean when she was uh when I seen her perform in Philly when I was there in the summer um, I didn't get introduced to her, unfortunately, but I was with people that like I was around like Rome streets and, and like other people, but somehow people forgot to introduce me and her. But when she was rapping, she did her little set. You could hear all the dudes. They were like, who is that? Like, she's nice. And everyone's like, that's Rome streets, girl. She could rap. <laughs> like yeah. she's, she's got it. So yeah, you should probably check her out. Okay. Um, but I haven't heard anybody else lately that, um. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm actually kind of stumped there. <laughs> no, nah, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But I mean, I know if there, if there is somebody, you'll you'll when you review it, um, we will know. Oh, one more. I'm sorry, Shane Nor. She's on a lot of 38 specials uh, stuff. I don't okay. know if you've heard of her. She she's no, dope I, too. I know you talking about. <laughs> I just uh, 38 specials. One of one of one of uh one of our faves around here. Um. Shout out to DJ Rick G's, who uh, is a big 38 special fan. Um, yeah, man, th this is this has been dope, man, because it, it if your your story is very similar to ours in terms of like your your approach to hip hop, how you listen. Like we we do the full listen, what we call the full listen, where you gotta listen to it in the headphones, you gotta listen to it in a quiet place. Got to listen to it in the car to make sure it knock. You gotta, you gotta listen for the words. Uh, so you might, you might, you gotta listen to it like 
in all these different environments to get different feels for the music and all those things. So when you when you talk, that's why I say when I read your write ups, I already know if I'm going to like it without even hearing it, just because I I know that you actually listen to it. I can I can tell from the the way you write about it and the passion in which you write that it's something that you really enjoyed or you know you're being you know a hundred percent honest. It's not you know it's not payola. <laughs> It's not, you know, because that's the new hot artist. It's because it's something that, you know, you took the time to listen to. So I definitely wanted to give you props for that and um, let you know that there are people that do appreciate what you do. Um, Thank you. I appreciate people that appreciate me. I don't I don't expect a whole lot either, but I just appreciate when people appreciate like the work I put in because yeah, I, I do get a lot of stuff about my looks all the time it throws people off because they're like you don't look like you would listen to that kind of stuff and yeah like people just like they compliment me on my looks but i like when people actually recognize what i do like because i've really put all my my like effort into these write-ups so it feels good when people actually recognize it and i'm, I'm grateful for everybody that you know checks it out and and recognizes what i do so it means a lot oh thank you um just to add one more thing to the full listen uh if if i can't cook to your music or if i if if i can't wash my dishes to you your can't music, make toast to the music <laughs> i don't want it man like that like those two things are like and especially with the kitchen like either messing up the kitchen to cook something or either cleaning up the kitchen you know to you know to, to make sure that it's good for the next meal if i can't do that if i can't listen to your music and do those two things Chances are, yeah, I, if I'm going to write up about it, it's not going to be a good write up. So, <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I got to get a feel for it. That's why it takes me so long. Like, right. I really need to pay attention. And it's like, if it's going to put me to sleep, I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I really need something I can vibe to, whether it's like something super grimy or super energetic. Like, it depends on my mood, but I got to be able to feel it in some kind of way. Otherwise, it's it's a wrap. <laughs> Yep. So, 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 what's your uh, your go to uh, cooking music? Um, I usually just have like a random playlist thrown on with a bunch of different stuff. Um, because I like I like hearing variety. So sometimes I'll listen to a full album, but a lot of times, like I'll have it just like on a shuffle play where it'll just be playing a little bit of everybody I listen to. So nice. Mm -hmm. Well, you've come a long way from uh, watching Jizz's Cold World on on the couch and leaving a dent in the couch. So, um, <laughs> let's just say uh, you you know you've got some 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 huge. Uh, you just got you got a lot of lot of potential. You got a lot a lot of things that we're looking forward to see you uh, to seeing you uh, accomplish. And um, your work, it, like I said, it speaks for itself. So we appreciate you rocking with us. Phil, was there anything else that we needed to talk to Hip about before we let her go? Of course. Um, well, um, now now that we've done this, you are you are part of um, the the extended uh, Heat Holder family, so you, you know you have an open invite to come back and rock with us anytime. Thank uh, you. I appreciate you. You know, you definitely you definitely uh, are a kindred spirit in terms of uh, appreciation for the culture and the music. So I definitely wanted to thank you for that, and. Um, uh, we 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 gonna we gonna um outro this thing, but um stick around for a second because I want want to holler at you after we uh, after we end this. Okay. So um, uh, vibe. Yeah, you know what it is. 
Yeah. Um, Take us out with the fader. Okay, gang. Um, uh, once once again, wanna um wanna send out our condolences to uh, the Delph representative battle rap legend Tech Nine, and just wanted to uh say, uh, man, appreciate appreciate the people around you while you can. Um, uh, as many of us are often fond of saying, give them the flowers while they can smell them. Uh, it's so much more than that. Um, just, just generally appreciate everybody and what they do, and appreciate them as people. And um, on that note, man, you already know what it is. We work for the money, we live for the love, but we die for what we believe in. This is tissue and the tape. This is the home of hip hop. So please respect heat holders. Hypnotic, 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 hypnotic. <laughs> they do hip-hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know what we do. Rhymes like a loaded AR to vote the face off. True story, shit is based on. I can see the snake dog straight through the iris. The devil's nails is nine inch. I got the soul. I ain't read the fine print. I wear a sidekick, turn to a murderer. Known to keep the burner, tuck them seven boys, you heard of them. My nigga uncle shot dope in his favorite arms. I say it's wrong, fucking with them birds like Shady Farm. Shit is crazy, dog. My nigga 80 gone, I'm rated all. European case of cigars. State of the art. <laughs> I thought you knew I'm in the projects with the Oracle Sip a quarter juice from this rap shit Got some fans out in Portugal Flash Gordon Coop Hit the gas, sound like room. Elephant in the room, eloquent with jewels King Tusk tune, sweet in the W See I'm comfortable, the streets never slipping in it With the critters in it, don't sick niggas, they get the shivers Cold winners, equal hot of summers Time crews, top gunners, rocks look humongous I'm out the dungeon, man, it's getting filthy. Leave you flowing near the Yucatan Peninsula. Listen, man, my shit is up, cooking in the kitchenette. Money, power, get respect, lettuce with the vinaigrette. All my life, I've been going hard. While my niggas selling bags at that Golden Hall. OG in the game, Kobe, all the bronze. See my chain swing a trophy on the arm. All my life, I've been going hard. While my niggas selling bags at that Golden Hall. Up in that fitting, or you can package it. If I ever catch you out here, I'll fucking smack your shit. Come through, bitches drop to a knee like they tapping it. Put my chain around a baby's neck and it'll snap the shit. These rappers putting no leg work, let their mouth run. I rob niggas with my bare hands, strong arm, without guns. I know what you about, son. Had to sign a 360 deal to get that chain. I did it without one. These rappers talking elaborate, extravagant, begging they man to drive them to a show. What an embarrassment. I get money with Russian niggas and Arabics, buying out the establishment, walking through it with arrogance.
Fuck every bar delivered with bad intent Every beat I spaz and flip around my neck's a half a brick fat The stash box took out half the vent and the passenger airbag So buckle up in case you crash your shit Listen close cause every verse got a hundred facts Every piece of jewelry I own comes with a gun attached You bought the bullshit, run it back Those ain't Rolex diamonds, what the fuck you done to that? Niggas who come for that Yo, Fuck you at Cody Allen pumping crack Red and black lumberjack I'm back at work And fucking bitches To mumble crack Spitting fire All year round I brought the summer back All my life I've been going hard Like my niggas Selling bags At that Kobe Hard No key in the game Kobe or LeBron See my chain Swing the trophy On the arm All my life I've been going hard Like my niggas Selling bags At that Kobe Hard Nice. You see my chain swing a trophy on the phone